Hello and welcome to another episode of the Chiropractic Why podcast. Today I am joined uh, by an amazing chiropractor, Lewis Sumner, who is working up in Epoch Chiropractic Centre up in Lincoln. Um, and today we're going to have a little chat about transitioning from being a student to being a DC in the real world and hopefully impart some knowledge. But I'm really excited to have a good chat with Lewis. Lewis himself has an incredible podcast. I'd recommend everyone to listen to but I'm sure that will come up as we go through. Um, Lewis thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I've obviously listened to all of your podcasts and when you asked me to come on it was like a dream come true. Oh wow dream bigger maybe. So for those guys listening um, sort of introduce yourself because I know you and I have probably started to get to know each other a little bit, but over the last year and a bit, but for someone listening, fill them in. Where did you, where did you study? Where did you graduate? All of that good stuff. Yeah. So um, I studied at McTee, McTimony College of Chiropractic in Abingdon. Uh, I did the four-year full-time course. Obviously they offer a five-year part-time course as well, or full-time extended. Um, I just literally graduated uh, last year about like, August September time and yeah I've been out in practice for about just over five months now like you say up in Epoch Lincoln UK um it's been a fun journey I was no means like the perfect student at all so uh this is going to be a fun one (laughs) good um so how have you have you found it then so far how have you found that that jump and how's general practice is it as fun as you expected harder how have you found it so I had like a cool transition because um at university we have like 30 minute slots and it was closed room but I was already exploring open plan I was observing a lot of open plan clinics and going around and seeing what was out there and that's where I wanted to go so on my days off of clinic I was exploring open plan so I did a lot of training before I, whilst I was still at uni with Tom, because I accepted the job whilst I was still at uni. Um, And so I was starting the transition quite nicely whilst I was at uni. Um, So the jump into practice, I mean, it's a huge jump into the big world. And it was a bit of a shock, but I was, I started my own um patient base like client base from scratch so it has built up from that anyway it's there's so much admin like that you you think oh there's not there is there's quite a lot and um communication like for me is one of the key things and i think it's at university you still feel like a student even though you're in clinic and you are still a student but then once you, as soon as you step out of there and you stick like DC at the end of the name or MCAR or however you do it and people start actually paying you, it like, it messes with your head a little bit. It's like, wow, like you become so in control or trusted or um, people give you their body, their health to say, <laughs> help please. Um, and they pay you good money for it. So it really flicks something in your brain where you start to transition and understand, oh my gosh, this is this is really happening. 
Yeah, I think also there's a lot to do with like you don't know what you don't know. And then, oh my gosh, I was saying out. this earlier to my friend. Like, really? you have no idea what you you don't know what you don't know. That's so crazy that you said that. I was literally just saying it to him. <laughs> no, what? Yeah, well, you definitely have this. And then so many people are like, oh my gosh, there's so much more to learn, and mm. there's so much more to master. I think sometimes that can be very daunting. How how have you found? Um, obviously, you're working alongside Tom, who. Mm. he's a phenomenal chiropractor how have you found um being able to drop in with him and have discussions and even just watch him practice has that been something that you found helpful 100 percent. so i like i was saying i went around quite a few clinics around the uk and sort of decided where i wanted to go based on just the person the philosophy of the place the morals the ethics and um the whole direction that the practice was going in and what they preached and and how I wanted to fit into that practice watching Tom very um philosophically sound he has a why and he has a purpose and he is very congruent to that he is a living embodiment of health which I really like there's a lot of chiropractors who don't live the chiropractic lifestyle who don't treat themselves or help themselves with the thoughts traumas and toxins they just go to work and adjust and preach it, but they don't be it. And I wanted to go somewhere where he or she was chiropractic. Um, and that's what Tom was for me. Might not be for other people, but for me, I saw a great mentor and coach in that. Um, and you'll find that you'll go to different clinics and um, practices and that's why seeing as many as possible, you'll be like, oh, I didn't realize someone did that. And I really like that. And so I, and I didn't think when I first heard about Tom Waller, I knew he was a very like outspoken person in the profession. And I was like, oh, he sounds like a bit of a, like up himself a bit. Cause he's always on the stage with his big beard. And he's like, you should do this. You should do that. And uh, <laughs> like, you can be better. And then I was like, oh, he's just one of those. And then I went up and met him and actually gave him a chance and like just spoke to him, wanted to get to know him. And it turns out like he was preaching what I preach as well. So we just like matched quite well there. Um, and then to see him adjust, like, again, he's just, move the bone leave it alone like that kind of just get the job done chiropractic end of story nice <laughs> it's been good that's let's take let's go back then so um this seems to be coming up quite a bit and um i genuinely don't think that i understood this as much as a student or how powerful it could be or students right now understand how much you can learn and gain from, from observing, particularly as a student, because you have so much more time than you will ever have in your life to go and observe different chiropractors. And I know this was something that you really committed to. Why, why was that? And talk to me a bit about that experience. Um, I just watched loads during lockdown, like at year three and four for me at university was during lockdown. So I just like started watching loads of videos on Instagram, YouTube, things like that of different clinics. And I was like, oh, that one's like, had like five benches in a room. That one was like one bench that was like this. And I was like, oh, there's so much out there outside of university, what you know from student clinic or the chiropractor that you grew up with and blah, blah, blah. Like you always hold something or someone as, well, I know that this was what chiropractic and what got me into chiropractic. So I'm going to follow that journey. 
but as I started exploring more and it's just getting yourself out there and opening yourself up to other things explore but explore what you like and things that you don't like because you might start to love them but it helps you understand what direction you want to go in um the i saw some clinics where i was like Ugh. but i know someone else who went there and they love it but for me it was Ugh. do you know what i mean and there's nothing against that like i'm all for it they're chiropractors and they they love what they do but for me it wasn't so you, it's about finding what's good for you um because I'm a true believer in you can do whatever technique, whatever you want, chiropractic wise, fine. Just as long as you're happy and that you're living that life, yeah. fine. But don't do something you hate and call it chiropractic and be unhappy because I just, I don't think you hate chiropractic. I think you just hate the way that you're expressing it. Well, that could be a good statement to unpack one day. But <laughs> I, I definitely, you definitely do see some people that just end up in, and unfortunately it happens too much, end up in jobs um, that they just don't resonate well with them. Hmm. And they really have a bit of a torrid time. I'm sure a lot, a little bit is to do with them and a little bit is to do with the situation and, and lots of different stuff. And then ending up dropping out of chiropractic, which is a really, really hmm. sad thing. And I do, you do see that it's often people that haven't really spent a lot of time in understanding what they really want to do. And kind of like what we said earlier, unless you've seen lots of different things, it's going to be hard to find out which style of practice is going to, going to be for you and what type of clinic is going to work for you. Exactly that. And I, unfortunately I've seen that happen in my cohort at university, like the marketing manager of the practice, whoever shouts the loudest and says, comes up to a student and goes, you, do you want a job as soon as you finish uni? Come here now. And then they're just like, okay, it's the first one that they've been offered a job. And they're just like, mum, I've been offered a job straight out of uni. Brilliant. Man. And it's like, if you actually look, most clinics, if you're the right person for their clinic, will hire you. Like in chiropractic, you have a vast choice. Don't go to the one who's shouting the loudest because there's a reason why they're shouting the loudest sometimes. And it's because they're just churning through associates and it's like, and it's an unfortunate premise, but if you go out there and find someone that you really like and chat to and get along really well with, they will probably offer you a job, whether there was a go job going or not. Yeah. I think it's um, and that's so important to find that, like, people don't understand that, I think, in university. Um, and they just, they're just happy to go with whatever they find first because it's a job. And it doesn't, in chiropractic, it's so not like that. In the rest of the world, maybe. But in chiropractic, it's so not like that. You can get your dream job as soon as you come out. But that, that is your dream job at that time. Yes, uh, I think it's so interesting how probably within chiropractic and graduation it is slightly different than, than other industries because, you know, I had the conversation with the car uh, student the other week. They were saying, you know, what do you think is the best way of, um, of finding a job out of uni? And I was like, well, for a start, I imagine a lot of people have already lined somewhere up from earlier on. 
which can often be bad because you think that this is the job that you want and realistically it's not the right one for you but then outside of that like I I don't think that writing a CV is really going to help you you know you're sending a CV off to a, a clinic owner or a practitioner and apart from your where you graduated from it's not really going to tell them much and I you know I don't think there are lots of chiropractors that are in the UK that are really driven by the educational standards, well, not the educational standards, but the, the real world standards of what graduation leaves you with. So that does kind of lead you with meeting people and going out and observing being the best way. And uh, it, it's exactly that. If I was to send a CV out on my academic merit, I would not get a job. I was a terrible student in terms of academics, but I'm able to communicate chiropractic. I have so much love and passion for it that I ended up getting job offers from almost every clinic I went to because they saw that. And it's not a gloat. Like I say, most clinics, if you get along with them, will actually like, like offer you a job. But it's a case of you can give yourself so many more options if you just explore every single person I talk to says go and observe every clinic even if it's for an hour go and just observe and talk to that person face to face because if you get along no one cares about your grade your adjusting can get better within six months easily like even before that so it's just yeah it's just about finding that perfect job for you at that time and it's really as simple as texting someone going on their Instagram and being like, that was a cool adjustment. Can I come and watch you for an hour on Thursday morning? That nine times out of 10, they're going to go, yeah, cool. Just turn up, wear jeans and a shirt. See you then. Yeah. I, I think as well that like from the other side being, having worked with clinics that are looking to bring in new graduates there's something very reassuring about having seen somebody and experiencing their energy because it's pretty easy to tell when someone's observing, particularly for any longer than half an hour. If they're really not interested in chiropractic or what you do, you can read up on that pretty quick. And I'm always surprised because if you're, as a student, it's not hard to concentrate for a good couple of hours. Even if you're there after five minutes, you're probably going to realize whether it's right for you or not. But by switching on and just staying present you're going to learn so much even if you learn it's this is not what i want to do hmm. so exactly that and i would turn up on the premise of um pra practices being like can i come for an hour here or there and sometimes i left after 20 minutes because i was like cool thanks but no thanks bye like no offense but like uh, i'm yeah I've, I've seen enough in a like a, not in a horrible way um or do my hour and then leave. And I've also gone to practices and said, can I come for an hour? And then stayed for a 12 hour shift. Yeah. Because I was just like, huh, like but so also, much. I, I think people have this idea that it's scary to do it. And I think what you just nailed on the head, like literally just message them or, you know, chiropractic is so small, you must have a, a common connection. Yeah. Uh, like whenever we chat about it on the chiropractic why i have lo loads of chiropractors that are like i'd happily have people to observe yeah text me 
like yeah, yeah. i want people like we try so much to reach out to like students or anyone really even chiropractors i'm going to observe like i've got already four other clinics to go and observe this year like and i've got a job i'm happy I just want to go and see what my friends are doing or what someone who's big in the profession in my eyes is doing. And so I still want to learn and, and expand my knowledge and see if potentially that's the next step for me in a few years time or whatever. Like, um, but it's a case of, I don't know a single chiropractor who, especially who's willing to go on a podcast is like, no, but no, don't text me. And I don't want to help you. If, if a student texts me, I'm just like, yes, someone's reached out to me. Amazing. And I'll give them like paragraphs and paragraphs of being like, here's all this information. Take it, take it, take it. Like, let me know if it helps you. We all just want to give the same as you. Every time I text you, you're like, have you seen this? Have you read this article? And blah, blah, blah. And he, like, we're just always trying to help. Students are just, I think, get over that little hurdle of being, oh, I'm, just, I'm just a student or oh, I'm shy get out there just asking you shall receive i mean exactly for thousands of years sometimes these things are true so let's move on a bit so we um even though i feel like we've brushed over how you ended up in chiropractic but that can be a story for another day yeah you um end up going to lincoln mm -hmm. which um having been spent a good amount of time up there with tom and Obviously, I have a, a lot of love for Tom and Sarah and everything that they're about and what they've been doing and pretty badass people as well. Um, how was, like, can you still remember some of those emotions on the first day, like your actual first day of being there in practice? I had the jelliest legs and the shakiest hands you have ever seen. Like, I was, my first day, I think it was like two adjustments, if that, that I took from someone else and um, like two news. I didn't even have a report of findings at that point. And all throughout the thing, I was like, <laughs> like this, you're just so nervous. You're just so, I'm a very confident person and I'm very self-assured. Like I'm so driven and I know what I'm, I know what I'm doing, like in quotation marks again, <laughs> for those who are listening. But I was just so nervous and shaky because you're just so it's such a new environment bearing in mind i'd i'd been there for like i was basically a ca there for like a good couple of weeks before as well because he was like just come and be part of the team um so that the transition is like nice and easy um but i was still like bricking it because you become the doctor like it that book Baj, are you the doctor, doctor? It's like you, you go from being student, like asking your supervisor, can I do this? Can I do that? To actually someone sitting in front of you and it's just you. Oh, like it gives me heart palpitations thinking about it. But my word, after that, like first week or two, you relax into it and you're just like, and then you just start, it becomes second nature almost like you, you remember what you learn again at the start. You're like SMR. You go in your head. You're like C five, C six, C seven, C eight, C one, and you're like, and you're doing it while you're doing the pinprick and the cotton wool. And it's just like, <laughs> after a while, even it, it was surprising how quickly it happens in clinic because you do it so much. 
in the big wide world, like after about a month, two months, it was like, okay, flow, it's happening now. But that first first day, first week, first couple of weeks, first month, you're now still like having like known. Yeah, like, that's me being building, like knowing the people. I I have so like it blows my mind that people go from like I know of people that have been to the place that they end up working once yeah to see it they've agreed a job and then they go back to start work with like a load of adjustments first visits and reports i i have no idea how people can do that like dealing with everything so do you do you feel like having known the team that made it easier for you and sort of knowing the environment is that something you would recommend for people yeah 100 percent. so if you know from any time that you've had any job in any area it realistically for your actual personality to come out at work it it's at least two or three weeks like you're quite you kind of contain yourself a little bit and you your true person comes out after probably like two or three weeks maybe a bit longer for some people so they already knew me my actual me not the timid Lewis who was kind of in a shell starting from day one, only met him a couple of times. I knew all, they all, we all knew each other, our interests, like the CAs, like all the DCs and stuff, like the whole team, we all knew each other pretty well. And then, so then when it comes to wanting support, mentorship, coaching, that comes in abundance when you first start, they knew exactly what I needed rather than just a script of oh have you gone through the Ross have you gone through this have you done this it's they it was tailored more to me yeah that's a, having said that though I am definitely a big uh, I'm a big recommender of particularly initially having a script and sticking to it because but I did that for the first month before I started so, so you the two, went there, the, which by the way is something that is so unusual people and i know this is a gripe of lots of chiropractors when they start with new chiropractors they've given them material and it's to know it but in reality you don't actually know it. you've just repeated it a couple of times in your head and there's a very big difference between knowing the script and actually being able to deliver it mm. without it sounding like you're just repeating it and also understanding the importance of what you're saying and not just going through the motions being present while you're doing that well yeah they're not just words they're emotions on paper you've got to put it across that way and so we did so much role play like i uh, pretty much every day i was either on a video call or i was up a couple of times a week and we would go through a full new like he would be like hello i am jim and i have lower back pain here and blah like but he would go through the whole thing, not being Tom at all. Even if I lost the whole plot, he'd be like, he would act that person. He'd be like, like, do you know what you're doing? Like, what's like, what is this? And actually putting yourself in those positions. But that's why we went through like a good couple of months of training before I got there, because I was learning the script, scripts, the the structure i was learning the structure of the new i was learning the structure of the roth just the walking through the practice like how do you greet someone in this practice like every practice has a different way of greeting someone um 
did you find us okay brilliant come on in i'm lewis blah 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 like let's have a little chat and yeah learning that but the way that tom did it was like it's not here it is <laughs> go and learn it you start xyz it's this is what we're gonna go through it was basically a course after my course every monday wednesday friday we're tra- we're talking at 8 p.m for half an hour at least like or an hour and then you're here on a tuesday went tuesday thursday so it was like really intense which is why i was so ready and driven and i knew what i was doing on that first week that first couple of weeks um, but i was still nervous i think having nerves shows that you care though but i knew what i was doing also i think there's a lot to be like said from what you just went over and i'm a big big believer in like practice hard to be in practice easy and like the ones i i've certainly had moments with some pretty large incredible chiropractors that i have a lot of respect for doing similar sorts of stuff with role playing and like my or going through explanations or, or all of this stuff and my heart just sinking and being like oh my gosh i can't believe i'm saying this or i can't believe i'm doing this then when you look back you realize how much you learned from going through that struggle and how it's so much better to do that with a practice for instance with tom having a go with you as mr jones rather than having actually done that in real life yeah it, it's so much it's it just makes the whole process so much easier because he'd make it horrifically hard so that it would you'd never experience something like that um so then everything after that is so much easier but yeah good and then um so obviously now it's been been a while and things sound to be going pretty pretty incredibly for you out of sort of everything that you've gone through what have sort of been your big learnings that you were say if there's somebody that's about to start uh starting practice soon what would be the things that you sort of learned that have helped you the most what have been those big things um for me personally it's two things it's understanding and communication um you need to really understand what you're doing in that practice and what you're doing as a chiropractor and be able to communicate that really well and the rest is just the adjustment you're good at, you should be good at that you should be okay at that like comfortable that's your bread and butter it's um yeah i think just making sure that you're knowing your direction you know exactly what you're saying is true understand the report of findings the initial consultation understand what you're saying to that person because if you just rock up and it's like twice a week for six weeks and then we'll see how you go like why do you do i know actually why they need that Am I explaining the HRV, the posture pictures? Like, do I actually understand why their balance is off? Or am I just reading back the results? Um, do I understand why C1 needs to go this way? Like, and then being able to communicate that to the person. Yeah, well, you certainly can't. Do they understand? No, yeah. Exactly. Do they understand? Because if you don't understand, you can't communicate it, and then they can't understand. And that's, those are the people, if you don't understand, 
if you don't communicate it and if they don't understand they will not enjoy care and they will probably not get better and they will not stay yeah it's uh so one that's been coming up quite a lot recently in some conversations just about how um particularly early on in your career how communication we make it so much harder for ourselves because we don't know it well enough ourselves and you yeah. can't communicate something that you don't really understand or if you do there isn't really that concurrence in you communicating it it's just reading it off or using somebody else's examples rather than truly understanding it even though i think there is a real big place you know first of all paint by numbers before you're painting like van gogh but <laughs> there has to be a point in which you really understand it truly within yourself because then it becomes a lot easier to to explain that completely like exactly it and i don't think you can build a practice or a patient base on the understanding or the lack of understanding if you're just like well i want to see more people because i want to see more people like no like do you understand why you want to see more people are you able to communicate that to people do people understand why you're seeing them for 40 minutes or five minutes or two minutes like do people understand why because if they don't they won't get it and then if if your patients don't get it you don't get it or you haven't communicated it properly very true so understand it understand it and communicate it bosh and then you're done nice so, so I suppose that brings us on to the sort of next thing that you're currently involved, well, not involved in, that you do. Um, speak to us a little bit about, about your podcast. How did that come to fruition? So obviously I'm influenced by a certain podcast that I may be on at the moment. Um, but really fundamentally, I found during university, I made so many mistakes that I wish someone told me, but I didn't really have that outreach or I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have a coach. I didn't have someone that I could ask. And I see so many students just have the same issues. Like, Oh, I wish I had that. And I basically thought to myself, well, I wish there was like a handbook or a podcast that just told students what to do. Like just, just not even like in detail, just be like, Oh, if you like this, go and look at that. And then I can explore it if I like it. Um, so I basically just created the podcast on that basis. Like I just talk to a vast array of chiropractors, closed plan, open plan, mechanistic, vitalistic, network, like you name it all over the shop. Because if you like it and you like what they're saying, you can then basically, they're going to tell you advice, tips and resources on how to become like them or learn more about them or learn more about what they do so if you listen to a podcast and it really hits you hard go and learn go and take those resources those tips that advice from that person who's come on and explore it like i just wish i had that access and i must i also thought these chiropractors all around the world must have people messaging them all the time because i did it being like what do you recommend for students to do and i was like well why don't i just ask all these people record it and then put it out there so that if they if a student comes up to them and says what do you think i should do you go well i spoke about this go listen to this podcast it's like half an hour long share it with your friends instead of having to re-explain themselves over and over again the chiropractors can use it as a 
as a platform to say i always i spoke about this on this podcast good awesome and if someone well not if when people want to find that out and find that podcast how do they find that literally the chiropractic student podcast great name that's on the tin yeah like it nice and easy uh spotify youtube uh podcast like apple podcasts all of it uh instagram same thing uh the chiropractic student podcast or just follow me on instagram lewis sumner perfect well that um that was a, a great note i think to finish off, i was going to say how do people get in touch but finding you on instagram is a good one yes um, and for not actually just students but for chiropractors listening i i've been a big fan of listening um to a load of podcasts and actually today on my list is to listen to the, you have one recently of nathan no nathan chilton came on yeah really cool a badass at the moment just yeah yeah what an inspiration but um yes thank you very much for doing what you're doing with the students um i hope that podcast continues to grow and to change uh change lots of students perspectives and lives and thank you very much for coming and sharing your story with us um thank you so much for having me honestly like this is so cool i you know when you grow up like through uni listening to someone and something and now i'm on it and i'm like wow i made it <laughs> well that's how i feel I'm glad it's been fun. It's been really fun for me. Um, I hope it's been fun listening for those guys at home. Uh, if you have, not if you have, because you're here now listening, uh, give us a little screenshot. Tag us where you've been um, been listening to it on social media and keep on going on.